there, it's Mike Tramp, and you're listening to White Lion Fever, where rock and roll is still alive like it always has been and it always will be. Hello, everybody. Welcome to White Lion Fever uh, uh, Kicks. And um, there's a new setup, which means that you can hear us talking before the show even starts. But luckily, we didn't defame. Uh, anyone, um, and uh, it's um, it's a it's a special St Patrick's Day um, episode. You can see I celebrated St Patrick's Day last night. My eyes are a bit uh, bleary. Um, episode. I reckon it's still St Patrick's Day somewhere, maybe in the Cook Islands or, or somewhere like that. Um, so, um, and our guest is uh, a fellow who, um, who who works for Rugby League Ireland. Uh, I thought it might be a good opportunity to discuss um, the state of Rugby League in Ireland uh, for St Patrick's Day. Um, and um, I'll introduce him, but don't forget to, um, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, uh, to subscribe and also to go to Patreon forward slash White Line Fever to support the show and see stuff first and all that sort of shit I say every week. Welcome, uh, Will Hayes. Will, how are you? Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honour to have such a highly regarded uh, reporter look and speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I don't know how to go. Well, where is he? He must be here somewhere. Um, um, Will, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, how you, how you got involved in the game of rugby league. Yeah, well, how I got in the game of rugby league, um, there was kind of a... I wanted to kind of set up sevens, a community sevens competition within the union because we would be just following union here in, in, in Ireland to be very strong. Um Leinster were kind of behind it as well, but the club that we were based in didn't want to have a go of it. And one of the parents said to me that a boy were setting up a rugby league team, and I knew I knew the Longhorns were based in that boy, but it was a brand new uh, rugby league team. So Tony Dale was there, and Jordan Herring. Uh, Tony would have coached my two kids when they were under thirteen and under twelve. So I rang Tony and he says, yeah, get the lads down. Now, the lads were only 15 at the time, so he brought them down. And the kind of the rest is history then after that. So we got stuck into it and I got invited onto the board and I got voted back onto the board this year as well. So, Yeah, congratulations on that. Um, it sounds like a, a meatball. Is that, is that a fair assessment? Uh, yeah, well, well, look, back in... 1995, the Charity Shield was played in, in the RDS. Uh, Andy Farr played in that, he scored a try. Terry O'Connor played in that, he scored a try. Uh, don't know if Brian, I don't know if Barry McDonald played in that. Uh, but like, there was a lot of people there. So like, um, Rugby League would have been very popular back then because it was on BBC and it was, you know, uh, a lot of people would have been watching it. And then the union kind of took off because it got professional and you know, players were being paid and it was more on telly. And, you know, league wasn't on, wasn't on our telly as much as probably what it should be. But it's probably more suited to the Irish people because of GAA players, you know what I mean? Mm. The, cross, the crossover, like, we'd have a lot of players there that would be play rugby union at a high level, but play also play GAA at a high level. So the crossover there is, is kind of quite unique, you know what I mean? But they're all club players, so they're, they're probably more best suited for league, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how... I guess people who people watching outside Ireland would just would, would have a very basic question: is how strong is rugby league in Ireland? How many people are playing, and and and, uh, you know, and what are the sort of 
steps being made to make to, to sort of make it bigger? Uh, to make it bigger, the steps. I think there's eight eight clubs this year uh, in the in the domestic league. Hopefully, we could have ten. Um, out of that, there's probably I'll speak about Atboy. Atboy has a very very young team. I think the average age will this year will be eighteen. Yeah. Um, so they uh, some of those players have played. Um, I think there's one player is in. He's not eighteen till the summer, and he's played two seasons at adult level. Um, you know, and that's drafted more and more players in. So like the the Longhorns would be drafting players in as well. So I think it's going to take off because there hasn't been much much union because of COVID. Mm. We we will probably be the first sports that will get back. So hopefully that'll kick on that people want to get out. It's it's a lot. Um, it's a lot more suited for the Irish people. You know what I mean? Because a lot of mothers don't want their kids in rucks anymore or scrums in Lake Union. So there could be a good push to come to play a league because even though it's hard hitting and it's fast and everything else, you don't have the, the breakdown like the scrums in Union and then the rucking on the ground. Do you know what I mean? So it's a lot of people have said to me, yeah, they might give it a go, you know? Yeah, is it is it more a word of mouth thing, really, um, rugby league in Ireland? I mean, like, it costs a lot of money to market and, and all that sort of stuff, doesn't it? I mean... Yeah, I, um, I can... In 2019, when I got involved, um, it was it, basically it was a parent seen on Facebook. Mm. Um, so I think Tony Dale is there. He's, he's from Yorkshire or Lancashire. He's 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 in he's in that probably longer than he, than he, than he was in the UK. I said to Tony, he says, "Give me a couple of weeks. I'll get your players." Tony thought he won the lotto. He, you know, the young players are coming out. I think uh, 2019 when we played Scotland, we would have had. Um, a good few of that most of the team was from that boy but I remember saying to Casey Dunn that I met Casey Dunn and I said to him I'll get to the players Casey and he said oh it's a different game different game you know it'll take them a while but I knew a lot of the players from around you know in, within the Leinster setup. and next thing it, just, it was like we had, we had a great team in 2019 under 16s and they, mm. they, they went on to beat Scotland well and we lost by a try in Newcastle Mm. But those players are mad to play league. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a good few lads in with Leinster youths, and I think they prefer to play rugby league. You know, so yeah. it is it is word of mouth. So it filters all the way down through to to other clubs. Oh well, maybe I'm as good as him. I give league a go. Do you know sort of way because mm. Union is a bit of a closed shop at the minute. You know. Yeah, yeah, and rugby league Ireland is trying to create a pathway for uh, young players to get a start in England, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, uh, Jack Cochran there. Um, has, I've been since the Scotland game 2019 in Newcastle. Um, Seth and Jed speak regularly, and we're putting in plans that you know with lockdown, the strength conditioning. But there is, we had four lads. Martin came over and spoke to four of our lads, um, but then with COVID, uh, it didn't materialise. So there has been a bit of interest to Jed about. Uh, players. Hopefully, you know, this summer we could be playing a couple of the academy teams like St. Helens, uh, Leeds, uh, Wigan, as well as the international uh, games that we have lined up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, will do you get much grief from rugby union? Do they give you much much trouble? Um. Well, I can. <laughs> I, I I know I know one club had had five uh, players off the under 16s, and they never even said 
congratulations, kiss me arse or anything like. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they, five, they had five players, like five international players, had, had you know from their from their club had two caps that's under sixteen, which was which was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it's. Yeah, you probably will get a bit. Yeah, it's probably tur- they probably turn their nose up on it, you know, tur- yeah, or turn their yeah. nose down at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, if you're not in the right circles, it's probably frowned upon. You know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say because um, you know, in why in in Wales, um, um, rugby union is a very much a working class game, but but in other yeah. parts of Britain, it's uh, it, it's seen as a sort of a, an upper class game, um, a, a gentleman's sport still after all these years. Um, is that the where does it kind of sit, uh, sort of socially in 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 Irish Irish society? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I still think that's probably that it will be in brackets to you know for the upper class, the schoolboys. You know, mm. look, and you can't you can't blame Leinster on that. They have they're tuning out players left, right, and centre because of the school system. And mm. um, I did have my eldest son. Now he went to, he went to. Uh, a rugby school for the last couple of years, but he was in with Leinster U or Leinster development squad for a while. I wouldn't send my kid to a rugby a rugby school again. Do you know what I mean? I mm. just think right, number one, it's grand. But if you come in from the outside at a later date and you have been in a kind of in a high profile Leinster system, coaches don't want to know you. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not it's not your ability. You know what I mean? It's mm. not, you know, it's well just be, I think one of the comments was made was because you're a Leinster, don't think you're going to get a place in this team. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. you know where where rugby league is, which is this lad is good. We give him a crack at it. Do you know that sort of way? It's it's mm-hmm. you know I never since I've been involved in rugby league, I think it's I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant for the young young lads. Do you know what I mean? You get young lads up. I think we played a we played in a. Competition up north. I think we played Oldham, uh, Oldham St Anne's, and they brought over had to be their academy team, mm-hmm. and we were to, we were told it was the under 16s and there was no way it was their under 16 so it was their academy team. I think they bet us 24 nil, mm-hmm. and uh, my son came off the pitch and he says, "You know what?" He says, "I'd be embarrassed for if I played another team." He says, "They should have bet us." 60 70 now, do you know what I mean? So that was, yeah, that was yeah. you know, and that was their first first game. But we had a little fella there called Martin Kearns. You know, I had him, I like I coached rugby union, I had him from rugby union. I seen him grow, do you know what I mean? He couldn't run around the pitch and he's flying. He played in that game and he had a great game, do you know what I mean? But he had no no illusions of making it as a, a rugby league professional. But all he wanted to do was go out and play. No one passed any of our marks and they made him feel welcome. So it's it's kind of more of a community community sport. It's growing into, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so like, I think I remember going to a GA match with with, uh, with my son, and he was he was always talking about Lee Walsh. I think Lee Walsh scored a try of the week over in Newcastle, and um, and he was going Lee Walsh this Lee Walsh. He's very fast. I remember going to see him playing minor hurling for Mead, and um, I coached his brother. And his brother is very, very good. He probably will, he could be one of the best fullbacks if he puts his mind to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Lee, I never seen anyone with speed. He just caught them. He just when he got the slipper into the hand, he was gone. They didn't know they didn't know how to coach him. So it took me about two weeks to convince him to go over to play rugby league. And he just he just loves it. He got I think he got two tries the first day against Scotland. 
second day he scored that try of the week. Um, you know, Dyer a few came down knocking on his door. He 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 loves league. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he is no he is no you know he's only got a couple of games under his belt. Do you know what I mean? He wouldn't even mm. have he wouldn't even have ten games. You know. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to the other kids, I know Ronan, um, Michael, you know, he's a big uh, Sonny Bill Williams fan and stuff, but did a, uh, uh, like a uh, painting of him in art class. But um, do, the, do the kids generally um, know the, the sort of NRL players or do they? Uh, look, the te- I, the, the, well, I can say what Lena beyond about this fella, that fella, I wouldn't have a clue who they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. If you're saying, I think we did a fantasy, Jordan organised a fantasy uh, NRL league there. I just went in the press auto pick and I got I, I knew a few players on it, do you know what I mean? I was happy yeah, yeah. out and you know they went through, Oh, he's good, he's the guy I haven't a clue, you know what I mean? But like yeah, they yeah. you know, I know like we would Sonny Bill Williams is up there at, at, at the top and you can only you can only admire him what he's done, like to change codes, become a boxer, like he's <laughs> I know he's probably he, he's an idol in our house for for one young fella. Do you know what I mean? But like, mm. you know, across the way, people probably they probably other than that, they might know too many players. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. lucky. Like, like you look you look at Sky, we have three players there: Brian Carney, um, Barry McDermott, and Terry Terry O'Connor. Like Terry, I remember Terry O'Connor, and I looked at him and he says that lads. He's an animal when he was playing. Do you know what I mean? That, that, was, in, that was in '95. I think I was only 19 at that stage. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it was big back then. It was big back then, and then it just drifted off. So I, I think, that, you know, I've spoken to one or two fellas within that were high up, maybe in, in, in Union, and they reckon that it'll take off after what they seen the Scotland game in Newcastle because it was, it was televised really, really well. It says it could really take off because. Leinster have 70 lads this year going for under-19s. They, they can only pick a panel. So what's going to happen to those lads? Do you know what sort of way? But then out of, just say, if there's 50 lads there that rock up for trials with us, out of those 50, I'd say it, we could be lucky to get 10 lads that can cross over. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, if you have a GA player, it's probably quicker to... I want to change him. Do you know not to change him, but to, to, to develop him into a player. Like we're lucky, the four the four lads that Warrington were, were looking at, all have GA backgrounds. Uh, yeah. Three of them are playing. Three of them are playing rugby uh, with, with Leinster Youths. Do you know what I mean? So they were lucky. They suit league down to the ground. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, Jack Carpenter, now, in fairness to him, he, that man is, that man's a legend. You know what I mean? Legend when it comes down to. Uh, sorting out developing plans for the young lads and, and you know he's always on the phone how are they getting on you know they're trying to train tipping away I'd be onto the parents out that we have off under 16s and um, you know just ask them if there's any you know if there's any questions you want me to ask or answer get the young get the chat get the lads to, to ask me the questions you know and um, mm. like We've got, I, we've, well, that boy is recruited well this year. Um, I'd say we have, I think, five sets of brothers playing um, on the team, and that's ranging from, you know, one out of 17, he'll be playing his older brother. Um, I, the two boys here will be playing. There's two boy, two new lads coming as well, their brothers. The two Walshes are brothers. You know what I mean? There's, there's five sets of brothers playing on the one team. 
it's got it's going to be immense. And then they'll they you know to a good few of them will transfer over into the international setup. And then then, then it's down to Casey Dunn um, to get them up to speed at international level. Do you know what I mean? So he's done very well with like 2019 under 16s. We we were only up and going for three months. And you know, yeah. we bet we bet Scotland. Um I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be honest, we should have bet them in Newcastle, but the referee kind of rode us out of big time, do you know what I mean? So uh you know, I'll I'll find the lads and Casey Casey will get them up to scratch. Do you know what I mean? We're you know, that's with lads coming to that boy, it's probably a bit different because we have Tony Dale there who actually, you know, we're more of a developing club. So we go out and we played the Longhorns last year. We I think I don't think we I think we'd one sub. I think the average age was seventeen. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we didn't care about the score. People were cheering people from the Longhorns were cheering for that boy because the young lads were plucky enough. Do you know what I mean? And they had who were they on the team? They had uh, Ron Michaels on the team. They had James Levani, they had Matty Code and Casey Dunn, who's the next international. He came on. And to be honest with you, Casey was the first one that, it, that got flattened, you know what I mean? By by, by a seventeen year old. So like it is it it is I think it's going the right way. Do you know what I mean? I think with, with everyone in, in place, Casey here coaching the lads, that's the same as the the seniors, you know, because Casey's a he's a he's an assistant coach with the the World Cup squad. So you have uh, Stuart, Stuart, uh, Jeb Cocker, and the assistant coach, and Casey's assistant coach. We're very we're very lucky to have Casey coaching the young lads. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. Is there um over the years there's been talk of a professional team based in in Ireland and, and playing over here in in England? Is that is that is there's much talk about that at the moment? I know with COVID it's difficult. And it's a very expensive proposition, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, well, look, I I I think it'd be on. Look, you, you can only see what the Wolves pack have done in in Toronto. So we're only a ferry a ferry ride away. Like load a couple of lads up onto the bus, and they're, they're, you know they're in Manchester within mm. what twelve hours or something like that. So I think if it came if it came on board, I. It'd be great. Like the, the 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 talent pool here of young lads is just immense. I'm I'm actually surprised that rugby league clubs in in the UK haven't snapped up more players. Do you know what I mean? I know, mm. I know. I was talking to a few Australians. A few actually one Australian uh, approached Suzanne uh, about Lean. They reckon that we've we've. You know, four, four or five players, maybe six players, could go to the NRL, and within a year or two, they could be playing at a very high standard. That's mm. you know, that's what I've been told. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. I I can see the talent that we have here. So it's it's why should why you know, and, and it'd be great for them to go abroad. But if there was a professional team set up here, why should we export them when we could be going very very well and what start off in League One, then on the Championship, and then Super League? You know, um. But then it's all down to money. You need you need mm. to have um good investors and you know uh i think it's possible i think yeah. it's 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 very possible um i know that if we could do it we would do it if we had the backers you know what i mean it wouldn't take it wouldn't take the players are here do you know what i mean you probably would draft in a few few other players maybe from abroad maybe with uh that maybe be eligible to play for ireland and uh, go from there but it's I, I I can't see why we can't do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you? Um, I guess the the big question is whether the team, you know, like you, 
Rugby League Ireland would like to have some control over that team because it's a, you know, it's clearly a development focus for you guys. But yeah, the Toronto Wolfpack didn't really have much to do with the Canada Rugby League. There was a, you know what I mean? It was a completely independent, you know, private club, and that's where you get you get tensions, don't you? You know, when you have the rich, if someone puts in the money, they expect to run it. They expect the control. So that's always a tough, tough thing. Look, that, that's that's always control. I know. I know the European Federation are trying to uh, put a competition together. I know that there was talks of the Dublin Blues entering that. I think it's the Euro Thirteens. Yeah. And the Rugby League Ireland can't endorse that because it's not it's not under the umbrella of uh, the European Federation. Um, you know. A, pri- a private club setting up would have to work with RLI because it will be de- it will be developing young players for the private club mm. and for inter- international. So it would be we would have to work together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what are you, what are your hopes for the World Cup and for the the, the Wolfhounds of the World Cup? Oh, we're gonna win it. Yeah, yeah. That's my hopes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Like you know what I mean? Uh, I know. Look, the Wolfhounds in the World Cup. Um, I know the boys are working very, very hard. Um, I think whatever is happening, we have a good young team. You know, Jed, Jed's, Jed's really on for the youth. Uh, so is Stu. Um, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, you know, the uh, the players that are are looking to bring on to the squad or anything. But yeah, I think realistically, quarterfinal, semi final. Mm-hmm. Only a kick of a ball, then you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, that's the way I look at it. It's just, you know, we're the. It's in. It's part. We could say it's in our own backyard this year. Do you know what I mean? So maybe a couple of Australian boys or New Zealand boys might be a bit cold when they come over. You know what I mean? They might be used. <laughs> We'd be hoping it's snowing or something. You know. Well, um, I've put my glasses back on because um, oh. I've got to I've got to push some buttons. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the show, Th- thanks for joining us, Will. Um, uh, congratulations on all the work you're doing there. Is there any? Uh, what place people can go to sort of learn more about rugby league in Ireland? Um, the website is under construction, or it's it's, re, it's probably it's re, re, uh, we're launching a new web page. That should be up and running. It's supposed to be up and running last week, um, so just give us a few few days, and we'll hopefully have it up and running. But uh, I think anyone that's interested in it, I think I know speaking from Matt Boy, our our web page, our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and you follow the same with any other of the clubs there. They would they they're probably up and running as well. Like do you know what I mean? But the, the RLI webpage is just a little bit under construction or re, or redevelopment or whatever they call it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a tech savvy, so, <laughs> so um, I, I will say um, I've actually um, I just spent quite a few hours um, la this week uh, last week um, editing together the <coughs> the nines game from Sydney, the first game against Malta. So. Um, if you're interested in in rugby league Ireland, or indeed if you're watching in Ireland, um, the the plan is to um put it, do nines at nine once a week, and and actually promote it in the countries where the teams are from. So, um, hopefully next Monday at nine pm, um, Dublin time, um, we'll be playing that game. And none of those games have been seen publicly yet. The, right. footage, the footage went out. Uh, live and then and then it disappeared um for a bunch of technical reasons um so um anyway i'll just tell people about that so it'll be it'll be on the um rugby league nines um um facebook uh, page at, and and probably a couple of other locations as well 
Um, so anyway, um, Will, thanks very much for uh, joining us. Uh, really appreciate it. And, and thank you. Oh, congratulations on, on all the hard work and, 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 and I guess some of the rewards you're starting to see with some of those players coming through. I oh, appreciate it, Stephen. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Thanks.